0: Continue. Nine. Uh eight, oh shit! Um, I might have a quarter seven, on me. Oh
1: um, wait, six. I, uh, I got one here. Five, go for it. Here. Four. Okay. Nine. Wait, oh shit! Eight, it needs another one. Um, seven. Uh, six. Uh, also, why is, why is five, Ben okay. doing the four, countdown? I, I found don't one. Here we go. Nine. Okay. Well, I found two. Oh, you've so. Be- there's seven. three quarters. It's got to be a three-quarter Oh, you got to be kidding me. What is oh this? Um, is, this a late late okay.
2: is this a late 2000s arcade machine? Jesus. Is this going to be like $2? dollars Oh, eight, shit. $1.25? twenty five. Okay. Fucking, hold on. Um, six, hold on. I think I see. Okay. Five, I'm going to go get change really no, quick no, no, from eight, the machine on the a, corner. It has a dollar three. slot. There you go.
0: Theme song.
1: Oh, God. Da-na-na-na-na. And like
2: it actually
1: five is. seconds ago, though. Um, but it actually is that. It is. Alter the theme song. Pray we do not alter it further. <laughs> like anyone's listening. Hello, internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe, the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we picked a topic. Last week, we picked our favorites, and this week, we will use them to fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Ben. And, and I'm, I'm Ben. Life two. And I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> we're all Ben. No, 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 we're not. We're out of the. We're out of the video game. We're no longer in our graphic form. We're wait. We're detroned. Are, hold on.
2: Are you certain? Because maybe this is a current-gen video game now.
1: Oh, I mean, Death Stranding looks real good, but you can still, you know. still kind of tell. Okay, like, so, It's so definitely not photorealistic. So you know the Uncanny Valley,
2: right? Where, yeah. Where like, you look at somebody, and you can tell that they're not real, and you get a little nauseous?
1: Yeah. I'm kind of getting nauseous when I look at Ben right now. That's just looking at Ben, I think.
0: Fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, I th- Ben, it's not you. I think we're in a video game still.
1: Oh, here, I, I here. don't think you we're know, there, in a video is, game. I just think way, looking at there Ben is, makes you nauseous. There is one way
0: to test this. You don't make this. me look nauseous, Ben. There is one way to test this. Oh, God, Chris, put down the sharp thing. Yeah, no, we don't stab each other with, with scissors. We stab each other with pencils. Okay, go ahead, Ben. Ha! Yep, I'm bleeding. It could be a really good video game, though.
1: I guess the only way to find out is to work our way through this debate and see what happens at the end.
0: All right. I mean, we'll get... Scored along the way, and eventually somebody will be the winner. Yeah, so it seems like a way to end a game. So, wait a
2: second. H- has this been a video game the whole time? No, probably,
1: maybe, probably not.
2: How will we ever be able to tell if we left the video game?
0: Listen, go watch. Or if we were in a video
1: <laughs>
2: game from the f- from from the
0: very hey, beginning. Chris, don't worry about it. I made you this origami unicorn. Ah. That's Inception.
1: You should have offered him a red pill or a blue pill. No, it's no, very that was much more Blade runner. That
2: was Blade Runner. Oh,
1: oh, what am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking the Spinning Top. Yes, sorry, I'm thinking the
0: Spinning Top. Apologies. So last week we picked our favorite arcade games. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell,
1: <laughs> dramatic change. Um, nice segue, Ben. Uh, so. For those of you joining us for the first time, last week we picked our favorite arcade games that Ben just mentioned. This week we are going to run them through a set of randomized
0: criteria that appear to be in one of those buckets that hold tickets. Yep, I got all these out of the the skee-ball machine that the hands come out and grab the balls. Okay, Um, that's good. If you don't keep playing it, they, they start making their way out. Oh. And the arms are way longer than you think they should be. Oh, I was, I was
2: really anxious that
0: the criteria would be
1: inscribed on Pachinko balls. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so difficult to read. I'm, I'm really glad that's not the case for multiple reasons. Fuck Konami. Yeah. You gonna say it, Chris? Fuck Konami.
2: Uh, can we get a fuck
1: Konami stinger?
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> stinger. Hey, check this out. Up, up, down, down, left, right, hey.
1: Konami doesn't give a fuck about gaming, and Konami doesn't give a fuck about their legacy, and Konami, most importantly, does not give
0: a fuck about you, me, or anyone.
1: And it just played. It just played.
2: (laughs) I really hope that there's audio somewhere of
1: Hideo Kojima saying, Fuck Konami. (laughs) I really I'm sure I can it. find it on U- something on YouTube. It might not be Kojima, but I'm sure I can I'm find sure, Fuck Konami on YouTube. I'm
2: sure Hideo Kojima has said the word Konami and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, yeah, I just need to find every word Hideo Kojima has ever been recorded saying and just find him saying fuck and find him saying Konami and then just splice those together.
2: What if that's the real-life Konami code and you unlock something? Anyways,
1: it's all a game. We're stuck in a game. <laughs> well, let's get to the game. The first match is Chris versus Ben. Okay, um, go ahead and lock a pick in. Well, there's no,
2: there's no really. Okay, I just I got to get it out of the way. Silent Hill Escape.
0: All right. The the Pachinko game. The Pachinko game. Yes. Fuck, fuck Konami. Um, I will take Starfighter. All right.
1: Oh, no. They done made your classic arcade game into an early access survival MOBA battle royale. What
0: happened, huh? (sighs) Okay, MOBAs are like... League of Legends. League of Legends, okay. Yeah.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. I'm sure it stands for something. I know it doesn't stand for Battle of the Ancients, which was the first MOBA to my knowledge. All right. Chris. Wahapahar. Wahapahar.
2: Well, gentlemen, Wahapahar uh, is essentially um, that it's, it's a story of two video game franchises. Right? Okay. Um, and instead of One of them going to the guillotine to allow the other to live. They both went to the guillotine and also they tried to kill the man responsible for both of them. Um, Really, it was just a French revolution. And at the end of the revolution, instead of um, a bunch of heads and government reform, we had... Fucking pachinko. pachinko
1: machines.
2: Can you imagine the French Revolution except pachinko machines, Jaffaire? No, but I can't imagine a Les Mis but pachinko machines. Can you imagine a world in which everything you love, pachinko machines? Wake up in the morning, Jaffaire. Kiss your wife, pachinko machine. <laughs> I'm... Pet your dog, pachinko machine. Mm. Whole world, pachinko machine.
1: What, Why? What, what happened, her?
2: What happened here?
0: Alright, Ben. I believe it's your turn. His Chris cries. Sad thing is that made more sense than a Konami game.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <sighs> so, uh, a the last Starfighter Moba. That that's what it is, right? A survival
1: MOBA battle
0: royale in early access. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. So, you might think I'm going to say you drop in and you are the last starfighter. Mm hmm. But that's, you're not going to say that. That's not the world we live in. We live in the world where nobody's entirely sure about who has the rights to the last starfighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also live in a world where uh, companies buy up licenses. And put out a game that they have like no basic understanding of the the subject property. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a you're in a uh, spaceship defending uh, the border of the galaxy and have to perform death blossoms once you get enough points. No, this is a uh, defend the trailer park from alien assassins video game. Okay. You are choosing different characters who are the weirdos who live in the trailer park. And the other team is uh, Marco Llamo Alien Assassins. Oh, Marco Lamo. And you have to hold them off long enough for somebody on your side to beat the game and become the last starfighter. Okay. So that's Wahabahar.
1: Well, both of you told me the, the new version of your game. Neither of you told me Wahabahar. Nobody has the right to hop on her. I I told you. You you told me, but you didn't use the voice. Like I
2: said, (laughs) French Revolution
1: Pachinko will hop (laughs) on her. Do like French Revolution Pachinko. I don't like kiss your wife in the morning Pachinko. (laughs) And on the strength of that alone, I think I'm going to give it to Ben.
0: No Ellen Pachinko, no Puff Pachinko, no Nando Pachinko.
1: Maybe Nando Pachinko, but no Ellen or Puff Pachinko. That's only a matter of time.
0: We're
2: already in a video game anyways. Season three of Draft the Universe is just going to be a mobile
1: game. Oh, God. I wonder if we could make a mobile game based off of our podcast format. Think we could monetize that shit? No. I think we can barely monetize our podcast. <laughs> can we monetize our podcast? I don't know, oh, have no. we ever asked?
2: <laughs> have I mean, we have we
1: perhaps pleaded for advertising? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did that for like 40
0: episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had one Until the existential no one wants to advertise on our podcast dread finally settled down. We had a single sponsor. No, that's not that's not fair. We've
2: had uh, Johnny Worker, Red Labial, proud sponsor of our podcast.
1: <laughs> I can hear the drop now.
2: I have the pleasure to taste the Johnny
0: Worker's Party Congress of Korea.
2: Yeah, um, and actually, um, it's it's a good thing that we that we 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 got to this point. Um, we haven't really uh, been vocal about it. I think. Because it leaves a bad taste in our mouths. Um, but uh, just to to welcome uh, Johnny Worker Red Labial, official sponsor of Draft the Universe Season 2. Oh, I would not agree to this. I had the pleasure to taste the Johnny Worker's Party Congress of Korea.
1: I mean, neither did I, but I'll take it over Disney Minus.
2: Well, Disney Minus is probably a co-sponsor. We're still working on the paperwork. Okay. I cannot confirm or deny or add or subtract.
1: Well, <laughs> one thing we can confirm or deny is that it's time for the next round. We can confirm that. And it is Ben versus Jafar. So, Ben, go ahead and lock a pick in.
0: Chris, right. reach into that bucket. Grab a criteria. I'm going to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles, in Time. All right.
1: And I'm going to... I'll go with Submarine Catcher. I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling. (laughs) Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) Fred Savage just helped you get to California to play your game. How dumb does the evil blonde kid look
1: playing your game with a power glove?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the wizard. That's
1: (sighs) interesting. Turtles in Time was an NES game at one point. So you could actually use the Power Glove to play Turtles in Time.
0: Was it NES?
1: I think it was on NES and SNES. It was in that generational gap where we got games on both. You forgot the caveat there, which is you could I use believe. the Power
2: Glove to play <laughs> Turtles in Time as much as you could play anything with that glove ever.
0: Right. Nope, just Super Nintendo. Okay. okay. Yep. Can you okay. imagine, a
2: real brief aside... Um, the general like thrust of the power glove was, uh, it's like you're in the game. You control You don't have to hold a controller, dude. Yeah, you're in the game. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Can you imagine taking that seven year old kid who actually liked the power glove and transporting him forward in time to when you can catch Pokemon by throwing flour-
1: throwing a realistic Pokeball at them?
2: That he'd kid probably would- wonder
1: what Pokemon was.
2: Uh, Okay, fair, fair. But that kid would dissolve.
0: Yeah. Or give him a modern VR headset. Yeah. (laughs) I remember uh, growing up, my first daycare had, um, it's actually really sad to think about it, had uh, a power glove, the track and field pad, Mm -hmm. and Nintendo track and field. Yeah. Which is super rare and probably worth a shit ton of money if it wasn't destroyed by children uh, because it was in a daycare. Yeah. Um, But trying to play a Super Nintendo game with a a Power Glove 1 doesn't have enough buttons. It's true. But I'm guessing that's not the case. We're in an arcade. This kid is just wandering around wearing a Power Glove while playing arcade games. Okay. Okay. I like this headcanon. and I'm going to borrow that part of the head cannon. Yeah. So in my head, it's the same blonde kid, same leather jacket. He's got yeah. the power glove. The cords just wrapped around the rest of his arm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's trying to, you know, navigate using the joystick and your uh, your buttons.
2: Head cannon. This kid is being played by Griffin McElroy in my brain because <laughs> he's the only person who would wear a power glove around in real life.
0: I mean, I know there are other people, but I, I, underst- oh, I understand. hold on a second!
2: Hold on a second, Ben. You, was there a spark of something right there? No. Would, would you have worn a power glove around in real life, Ben? Did you?
0: <laughs> I did not. Thank God.
2: Hold on a second. I think Ben wore a power glove around
0: in real life. <laughs> he just I didn't told have us- an NES. <laughs> he just
1: told us that there was one at his daycare, so it was yeah well until the theft <laughs>
0: <laughs> until the, the great glove heist. Um, but not only does this person look like like a typical late 80s jerk, they're always like they get mad if they can't play Raphael. yeah they're that kid. Mm-hmm. They're performatively edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you get a few screens in playing with this guy. And then he spills his soda on his power glove and gets mad and quits. But he doesn't just quit. He makes sure you lose all your lives first. He doesn't just walk away. Okay. Because he has to ruin your time, too. This
2: kid was played by the oldest child on Home Improvement. Right? No. No.
0: No. No, but he does have. He is a Zachary Ty Bryant type. Yeah. Except he was like. 13 in 1989 and Home Improvement didn't start until like 92 when the kids were like 8. Fair enough.
1: Uh, Jackie Vinson played Lucas. You can
0: never trust a man with two first names.
1: His last credit was uh, that I can see very visibly here is Law and Order in 1990. So, Doink, doink. Anyways, so uh, (laughs) Can we have a Law and Order still? <laughs> no, just the doink doink. So Jackie Vincent at inappropriate uh, times. <laughs> God, what was it? Um, I found a YouTube video the other day that was um, "Soft Cell Tainted Love," but all the clapping is replaced with the Law and Order sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of um "Tainted Love," it's dun, dun, "Tainted Love." <laughs> so uh, Jackie Vincent walks into the arcade. And he comes across uh, Submarine Catcher, of course, being the claw catch game (laughs) where you (laughs) catch lobsters. Um, Now, thankfully, the Power Glove here offers him a couple of advantages in this competitive gameplay. Namely, he uses it, puts it on. He's got it wrapped around, right? And uh, he goes and he gets a ladder. And he uses the hard plastic on the Power Glove to punch through the top of it. And then the Power Glove protects his hands as he reaches in and grabs lobsters. Wouldn't that ruin the Power Glove? I mean, it's useless already, so... Eh. Just throw it in a bag of rice, it'll be fine. You know how when you you buy a car...
2: The biggest drop in value is when you take it off the lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that when you buy a power glove, the biggest drop in value is when you punch into <laughs> a crab tank.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, we're talking like ninety percent of the value gone from the time that you sign the check uh, to own it. The yeah. other, I'd say about eighteen percent of the value when you punch through a, cla- a-, a craw-
1: claw 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 crab-
2: claw tank. Damn it too many too many like words that sound too similar man i know i should give this to ben but the image of a power glove holding a crab is too powerful to sorry, me i'm
0: sorry lobster it's a lobster, lobster yeah but sorry
2: still. lobster yeah it's too powerful i have to give it to jafar
0: i mean i
1: understand <laughs> all right the next match is jafar versus chris And I will go ahead and take uh, the game that uh, provided us our criteria, Skee-Ball.
2: I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's what your phone just went through as you dropped it on the table. (laughs) I got a little aggro there.
0: All right. All right. Our criteria, Ben. So I'm sad that the criteria for this one is which game has a better movie, because I would like to talk about Mortal Kombat versus Dogma. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, in honor of Valentine's Day, why is your arcade game the perfect one for your special some uh, for taking your special someone on a special date? It's 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 double special.
1: It's double special. Um, so, skee ball machines typically are. Twofer. It's very rarely a single machine. Usually, it's two machines uh, built together, uh, and they're play It's meant to go in rows. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of skee ball machines, typically. So, even in a smaller skee ball setting, you can play skee ball side by side. Um, you know, you can see each of the scores are clearly displayed. It can be that fun kind of joking competitive where neither of you are taking it seriously, but you're both having fun. You know, one of you tries to crawl up on the machine and shove a couple balls into the one thousand uh, hole because there's no hands coming out of it because it's a normal ski ball machine. You know, there's a lot of opportunity for a rom com romance. Did you say no hands ski ball machine? Yeah. Well, the hands the aren't water. coming out of it. Yeah, the hands that are they're coming out of the ski ball machine here. I just wanted—I just wanted to make it clear to our listening audience that I'm talking about a different skee ball machine than the one that that's, gave us the criteria. That's true. That's true. By now, the way, I mean, in my head, he's the term "listening audience" liberally. So,
2: sorry to throw in the second "mabimbam" m- m- reference of the episode, but in my head, I'm seeing the, um, well, in my head, no, I can't say in my head. We're actually seeing this thing because it's real. In your head. Okay, so. Just for the listening audience at home, uh, the closest analogy that I can think of for this skee ball machine is um, the clown machine from the Mabimbam TV show. Oh, the clown box with the, the, with the, with the, box the where you the, give it your gesturing phone, arm, where you give it your cell phone, and it gives you a piece of paper.
0: Except if the arm was, concerningly long. Yeah. Okay. Now, Jafer I have to ask, mm-hmm. how hard is it for you playing skee-ball while wearing the power glove?
1: Um, So the power glove, most of the like power glove electronics and stuff are on the top of the glove because you need to be able to make a fist in order to play Mike Tyson punch out for the power glove, which is a thing you could totally do. Hmm. So actually, it's not too bad. You just got to adjust for the weight a little bit.
2: It's like the back... Like, all the electronics are more rigid. And now,
1: of course, it is a waterlogged power glove. <laughs> yes. Which does make it lobster. more difficult. <laughs>
2: um, so after the, after the electronics have um, shorted out and melted the plastic, you effectively have, like, uh, a... scoop hand. A highlight glove? Yeah, a highlight glove,
1: basically. A Nintendo highlight glove. So it's almost like an atlatl for uh, throwing ski balls mm. An atlatl for
2: throwing ski balls What delicious places this podcast has
1: taken us to. <laughs> all right, Chris. <laughs> for those unaware in Atlatl is a Aztec or Mayan? It's Central American. It's one one of the ancient Central American civilizations. It's a javelin throwing device. Yeah. I think it's I think it's Aztec, but I'm not 100% on that. Okay. I'd have to look it up. <clears throat> my thesis on my mortal Kombat. Oh, I didn't even get to the part where you trade in all the tickets for a giant bear at the end of the date. You trade in all the tickets for a giant stuff to bear. Okay. That Aziz Ansari then gives you $8 for and runs away with. Okay. It's from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Does that put Parks
2: and Rec in our fictional universe? If yes. Only. Okay. Have we established yet whether or not the Turboverse is our verse? One can only dream.
0: Well, More likely we're in... Uh, Jingle All The Way 2-verse. Well,
1: no. No, so we've established that Star Wars is in the same universe as Jingle All The Way in a previous episode. Yep, and Star Wars is is a long long time ago. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, we're good. Okay.
2: (laughs) My thesis on why Mortal Kombat is the perfect arcade game for Valentine's Day. Hey Ben, mm-hmm. you're looking a little sub-zero there. Let me warm you up.
0: Are you gonna bleep, breathe lava on me?
2: You're you're off a long way over there. Why don't you get over here? So we can cuddle.
1: <laughs> you gonna stab him with a spear chain to make him cuddle.
2: The reason that I think that Mortal Kombat is like the best uh, arcade game for Valentine's Day. Number one, two players, right? Oh, that's great. That's a good. That's a good thing. It's got a little bit of competitiveness, which is good. It's like, a little bit. It's very. It's no. It's, it's very literally player versus player. No, you're you're right. It is very competitive, but it's like in a fun way, right? Yeah. Because you've got like all the d- dynamics. Like, do you let them win? No. Right. You do your best to try and beat to try and like to try and thrash them. Um, and if they get like a magic, like one one victory over over you, you you go even harder, right?
0: I'm it's thinking see so why, why you're, you're dating, single, Chris. Like, yeah. <laughs> why? Because I because ne- I don't let ladies win at video games. No, because you you seem to turn a date into an opportunity to crush your foes. <laughs> well, it's not about okay. <laughs>
2: It's not about the violence. It's about friendly competition, right? It's about engaging in an activity together. And at the end of the day, it's about remembering to finish them. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the moral of the story is that Mortal Kombat is, is a game that reminds you that at the end of your match, you should always be courteous, to the other player
0: and finish them and finish them <laughs> well you go you both made points uh, <laughs> but only one of you created a situation and played a game where you could give somebody your heart and that's if you play as Kano in Mortal Kombat <laughs> you take their heart <laughs>
2: Yeah, but but you can, like, it's my heart now, but I've yeah, yeah, given it to you. So it's, Chris wins. It's not how heart
1: <laughs> surgery works, I promise.
2: <laughs> oh, nothing in Mortal Kombat is how it works in real life. <laughs> Except for that you should always finish them at the end. It's just courteous.
1: So the next match is Ben versus Chris. All right.
0: All right. I am going to take Street Fighter 2.
1: All right. Chris? Um, Let's
2: go with Virtual On.
1: All right. If your game was Starfighter, the game from the last Starfighter, what would your high
0: score earn you? Ben? So, I know I'm tempted to say it bits you uh, membership into a secret elite game, uh, multinational uh, martial arts tournament. Mm, mm-hmm. But I know I would not fare well in that.
1: Probably uh, not,
0: no. I can't cast a Hajduken or a Sonic Boom. Mm-hmm. I can't do, uh, I can't turn myself electrified or fly across the, uh, the, the, the screen shooting lightning like M. Bison. Unless
2: we're in a video game and we just
0: don't know it. But what the wonderful people at Capcom did realize is what's something everybody really wants to do, and my high score earned me the opportunity to do so? Destroy a sports car. Okay. In the interstitials in between matches, you got to just beat the shit out of a a fancy car. Now, I don't do it with my hands. They give me uh, an array of bats and hammers. But my high score... They brought me out to uh, to their headquarters and filmed me destroying a sports car, and it was so much fun.
1: That sounds like a blast. Wait
2: a second, is this a thing that happened? I'm I'm confused by like the tenses in what Ben is saying. Did you get a high score in Street Fighter Two?
0: I mean, I've gotten my personal high score. I'm not very good. Okay, <laughs> okay.
2: For a second, it
0: it felt like you were telling a story. Was trying to, to create a, a a an image using my word my words. Bravo! No, such beautiful f- things flowed
2: out of your mouth hole.
0: About destroying cars.
2: Yes. So virtual on is about um beating up robots with other robots. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that, like most arcade games in the 90s, I know nothing about the story of why you are doing that. It's, I'm just going to yeah, assume. Yeah, it's fair. And, and to be honest, most Gundam-style like games don't have, even most Gundam animes don't have like that great of a storyline. It's all about like the characters and the fights, but it's usually just along the lines of, like, the year is 20XX. The Earth Liberation Federation has come into contact in a proxy war with the blah, blah, blah. It's just like really dry. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to link Virtual On instead um, to something that is happening in real life that we just don't know about, um, which is that if you beat Virtual On and get the high score, you get a knock on the door and mm-hmm. somebody in a uh, lab coat with half of a maple leaf and the, the letters N-E-R-V on it um, instructs you to report for duty to Neo Tokyo, where you will be defending the world against—I don't know how to describe it. Um, I think it's—I believe the term is angel. I think it's angel, but I don't really know what angel is. In like at the very end, I can't tell if you're saving the world from becoming a giant puddle of goo or if that was the best outcome. Um,
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Um, yeah. So, I do ish um, as, as much I as anybody as, can. Yeah, as much as anyone can understand, Evangelion. Uh, it's just it's a, a
2: cartoon. It's, it's an anime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that as a reward for getting the ultimate high score,
1: I don't want to start third impact, fourth impact.
2: That so so you
1: should play Virtual on so you can prevent it. Does that mean that my dad was secretly the chairman the entire time? Like am am I a shinji in this situation or am I like an Asuka in this shit situation? Oh,
2: you're definitely an Asuka. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Except that you're not German.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not Asuka. So. Yeah. Hmm. Okay.
2: I mean you can be a shinji. I don't know what, what really does it for you. I'm I'm not a shinji.
1: Okay. <laughs> just making sure.
0: I'm completely lost. Um
1: just uh go ahead and Google Michael Bay's Evangelion. It will catch you up quick enough. Okay. Um <laughs> don't 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 Google that at work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just gonna get that out of the way. Um so Chris, uh being an Evangelion pilot is very tempting. Uh, it's a very tempting pick, um, but I really don't want to accidentally destroy the world, and I really don't want to have to deal with Gendo. Um, so I think I'm gonna go. I'm think I'm gonna go with Ben here. And destroying the sports car. So, you know what? Destroying the sports car is fucking lame. You know what? Fuck it. I'm taking the giant robot. Chris gets the point. It's awesome. <laughs> Just, I don't care if I end up accidentally destroying the world. If I'm in the Evangelion, I'm safe anyways. So whatever. Chris gets the point. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben didn't understand
2: anything the whole way through. <laughs> no, nope. Like the average watcher of Evangelion. <laughs> All right. The next match is Jaffair versus Ben. Just a disclaimer, you have a lot of respect for it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's one of the greatest. Still, still don't really understand it. How can it be good if you don't understand it? Ben, who is my favorite artist?
1: Dolly would love Evangelion.
2: <laughs> my favorite artist is Salvador Dolly. My favorite author, Frank Herbert. Yeah, but you can at least kind of understand Dune. One of my favorite directors, Werner Herzog. Another favorite director... David Lynch, another favorite director,
1: Guillermo del Toro. You should Google uh, Werner Herzog's Flash if you haven't seen that, by the way. It's <laughs> yeah, a fan I, film, but it's I great. have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. That it's, sounds horrifying. <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Um, so Jafar versus Ben, I've got a lock in a pick. And I'm going to go ahead and lock in Super Table Flip, Chocha Budai Yaishi.
0: And I will take Silent Scope. <laughs>
1: All right, Chris. What's our criteria? You have
2: been selected to make a new version of your game. What is the biggest selling point? Ben, can you even do this in the modern day?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that's all you like. That's all it is now. Is what's what's the gimmick to make somebody want to play this?
1: Yeah. So, um, Super Table Flip. The gimmick to play it. We're going to make it a VR game at home, okay. and um, we're going to use the PlayStation's, well, let's, let's say PlayStation VR for the sake of, I know that PlayStation VR has a camera piece to it so that it can track the motions of your controllers, Okay. right? But what we don't know, or what we don't tell you, but you know because you've seen it all on YouTube and that's why you bought the game, is that it's actually recording you. Flip the table in VR, and if you flip your actual table on accident in VR, it records it. And that way you have, like, the side-by-side of you flipping the table in the game, and also you accidentally flipping your table in real life. And we're just going to put that shit on YouTube, let that go viral, and just rake in the billions of ad dollars.
2: Or a Japanese game show.
1: Or a Japanese
0: game show, either or, really. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. It does. But, uh... I want to get people into the arcades. That is my goal. And what's interesting about modern arcade systems is we're able to utilize the modern technologies we have to make stuff that just seems so far beyond uh, what anybody would have considered possible in the 70s and 80s. -hmm. And Silent Scope was a lot of fun, but it was limited by the cabinet. So... What I'm going to suggest is we make a new silent scope. I believe it would be silent scope four, where we still have the same. Uh, it's now nicer. It's not plastic. We have a full like metal, you know, like uh, a like a real like, real like, weighted like a, like uh, a real sniper rifle. Sniper rifle. No bullets, of course. Like it can't shoot. Oh, you have to bring your own bullets. You, like you can't put bullets into it.
2: Alternate universe, them. by the way. Not alternate universe. Alternate timeline. <laughs> Me pitching this particular thing would have gotten real dark. (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, But
0: instead of it being a cabinet where you can only see, you know, directly in front of you, it is mounted in the middle of a full uh, 360-degree screen so that you are, each mission is you are placed up in a, a position where you are giving, you know, overwatch on whatever secret mission you're going on. Now you're saving... The, the president her husband and yeah, her, you're her a bad son dude because it's now the daughter of the president from the first game oh sweet are you telling
2: me that si- style. are you are you telling me that silent scope managed to elect a woman president before
0: we did also ha- it has a continuity okay. uh, <laughs> but real life sure doesn't fuck we, we now Yeesh. you are you know up in your up in your sniper's perch and you are Swiveling around all 365 or 360 degrees, up and down, taking out bad guys. Okay. Awesome. And uh, just like the the first version, there is a dual mode where you you and uh, the person in the cabinet next to each other can be hunting each other and trying to take each other out. Okay.
2: Okay. So. Just ignoring the, uh, the fact that what would happen if you had any degree of, like, freedom with this actual metal sniper rifle is that those screens would be cracked in, like,
0: five minutes. Oh, it's,
2: it's bolted into the middle. okay, okay. Um.
0: This is a preposterously large cabinet. Yeah, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a
2: very, it's a very large cabinet, um. I'm just imagining both of these things. And while I like the outcome
1: of Jaffairs, (laughs) while I really... Chris, it's your favorite thing. It's people surprised getting hit by tables. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally your favorite thing in the world. (laughs) They're just watching their friend play Super Table Flip and all of a sudden table in their face. It's going to be fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ben. I tried to find my way to you, but Jaffer knows me. <laughs> he knows me good. He made people flip the table in real
1: life. It's going to be so good watching it's be so good. all of that. All right, the next match is Chris versus Jafer. I'm sorry. Last
0: match man. before the finals. Got robbed two in a row.
1: Um, I'm going to go with Polybius. Okay. Well, you're taking the thing that was made out of the CIA torturing people with drugs, so I'll take the thing that makes friends torture
0: each other, karaoke. Okay. Ready to start suburban war? This suburban arcade is having an arcade fire. Why should your game be saved before this becomes an empty room?
1: Hmm.
0: Jafer, why should we save the karaoke machine?
1: Chris goes first. Yeah, oh, be, sorry, I, I, Chris. I
0: first. Why should we save Polybius?
2: Um, well, Ben, you know the great thing about Polybius is that it was periodically visited by men in black to gather the information it was collecting because mm-hmm. it was an experiment done on children. Um, whatever nefarious purposes... Polybius was uh, deployed for. Um, every cabinet has one single thing in common, and that is that at a certain point, Ben, it disappeared. hmm Do you know what's a great way to disappear in an arcade cabinet? An arcade fire? You Start an arcade fire. All the evidence is gone. You slipped the Polybius cabinet out the back before you dropped the match, right? but nobody knows that. They see all the wreckage, the Mrs. Pac-Man's, the silent scopes, the virtual on's, the Missile Mortal Kombat's, the Street Fighter 2s. They see all that wreckage there, right? As well as like just a, really like a horrifying thing if this was fl- if this was Flynn's Arcade. Um uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> they they go they gone to digital heaven now. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But yeah. Um so to to challenge this, um I started the fire.
0: It wasn't always burning. Hmm. Uh-uh. Okay. So it was so Chris's uh pitch is that it was a cover by government operatives to remove the polybius machine without anyone noticing.
2: Yes, it was not me. I was speaking. Using language tricks.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Language tricks. Language tricks. All right, Chris. You all set with your language tricks over there? I think he is. I just want to make sure. So why do you save the karaoke machine from Arcade Fire? The Arcade Fire? Yes. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) One sounds more more aggressive than the other. (laughs) Your rendition of Roxanne was so bad, the band Arcade Fire is coming to beat you up.
1: I mean... You want to save the karaoke machine because it's got so much to give. I feel like OK Go is probably a more dangerous band. <laughs> if, we're, if we're looking at who we're fighting, I don't know. I feel like they aren't that really good at improvisation. It seems like
0: everything is incredibly choreographed for them. Fair. It means they probably have have group attack moves that are planned out in absolute precision.
1: <laughs> yes, but it also means that if you're one step over to the left from that group attack, you're fine.
2: Oh my god. OK Go is a four-person Jaeger team. I can see it. Yeah, OK. Yeah. <laughs> OK. And, then, and their giant robot that fights kaiju is made of, like,
1: copiers. <laughs> OK. So you done with those word tricks yet, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Not for another 100 episodes, Jaffair. Oh, good. So you want to save the karaoke machine from the arcade fire because it has so much. There's so many songs contained in that arcade machine. You could say that it has everything. Now, it's it's a, everything. Now it's a, it's a song by Arcade Fire. I know, guys. I was kind of hoping one of you would say everything now, and then we could go into a little singy thing that we do sometimes. Do you guys not know the words? I don't. I don't. <laughs> <fuck it. laughs> oh. I, don't I don't know the band. <laughs> Never mind, then. Just pretend that happened, listening audience. Here we
2: go, here we go, here it goes again. Ah, uh, oh, here it goes again.
1: That's okay, go. I'm just going to be over here moping. It's true. Much like the Pant Arcade Fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's That's right on brand for them. They
2: can mope all they want while they bask in their hot topic royalties.
1: All right, well... You know, my favorite story about Arcade Fire is they reached out to David Bowie to do a song, and he's all like, well, you, th- it'd be a bit bland, don't you think? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> he, he actually, like, helped them early on in their career, so, like, they knew him. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he was just all like, oh, no, no, I'm good, guys. He's, like, someone that, like, you, like, talk to at work, they ask you a question, they're new, and they're super awkward, right? Yeah. And so you're like, oh, you just kind of point them in the right direction, and they think that means that you want to be their friend instead of you're just a decent person trying to help them do their job. This is so sad. That's Arcade Fire and David Bowie.
2: Mm. Oh.
0: Uh, well, in a similar vein, Chris gets the points.
1: <laughs> All right, that takes us to the finals. Chris has three points. I've got two and Ben has one. So it's Chris versus Jafar for the finals.
0: And I was robbed. Ah. Uh...
1: Hi, Rob. I'm Chris.
0: I'm so I'm so mad about it. All right, Chris. What's your last pick? Um, What you got?
1: Space Paranoids is what's left. If he feels like using everything on his table, because he might have not been keeping good notes again. (laughs) Listen,
0: last
2: time it was one time. (laughs) It was one time.
0: Um, and no, actually, it was 100 episodes.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave Space Paranoids on the table. I yeah. think that, um, having spent an entire episode inside of Space Paranoids. You good? You good? We're, yeah, I'm good. We're good. Um, you basic. So I'm gonna go with Silent Hill Pachinko.
1: Alright. Keep it sleazy. Alright. Well, fuck that. I'll do your gimmick and take Star Wars Trilogy Arcade.
0: Alright. Time traveling, Grandpa! He travels through time, but he don't care about that. Need something to start off his next Rube Goldberg machine. Use your game to start this off. Chris, pachinko me a Rube Goldberg machine.
2: Ben, I've loved Konami games since I was a child. Um, the first Konami game that I played... I'm I'm certain that there was a, a space invader. I think space invaders was Konami. Regardless, I'm certain that there was some, uh, you know, some some Game Boy uh, game yeah. that I played that was Konami beforehand. The first impactful game um, was a greatest hits copy of Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation, given to me by my cousin. Um, my cousin lived in my basement. Uh, it was like a, it was it was like a weird thing. Ultimately, though, I learned a lot um, from from him. A lot of my taste in video games come from, comes from him, um, and Metal Gear Solid, one of my favorite series. Um, ultimately, like whenever I play it now, I'm reminded a little bit of him, which is nice because he recently
0: uh, passed away. Was it Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, or Metal Gear? Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Metal Gear was the
1: on uh, Genesis or yeah, Master NES. System. It,
2: yeah, I think it was like uh, on. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was. It was on a weird system actually, and then got ported to <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, and, yeah, got ported to the original Famicom. Um, I think it was on Master Drivers. Yeah, something. Regardless, uh, it became my favorite uh, game series. I followed it through many years. Um, right around the same time, I also um, discovered another game series, also by Konami. That became one of my favorites. That was Silent Hill, right? Um, real quick, can you remind me what the question is?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you are time helping time traveling grandpa yes. start your start uh, his Goldberg machine with your hand. right?
2: Um, Silent Hill was an awesome PlayStation One game because it was an awesome game. Um, because it was the first game to think of its own constraints in how they could add to the narrative. So the draw distance for PS1 era games was quite bad. Rather than try to work around that with pre-rendered backgrounds, the way that Resident Evil had been doing, Silent Hill decided to lean into it. And so it had full 3D environments with a great deal of fog that prevented you from seeing very far. That fog, originally, was just essentially the fog of war. Um, It was to limit the draw distance. But it really added to the atmosphere it created the aesthetic of Silent Hill as this place where you know shrouded in mist um, there's always something moving off in the distance something that you can't quite see um, and that became kind of like a aesthetic like focus of the whole series like the things that were happening out of sight were almost more important in the in the world of Silent Hill um, I never got a chance to travel to Japan, um, in my twenties, uh, which means that ostensibly the first time I will go will probably be, you know, in the next couple of years. Um, it's a, a thing that I'm planning to do. Uh, Japan is the home of Silent Hill and of Metal Gear Solid, although Silent Hill is based upon Centralia, Pennsylvania. Um. And I suppose that when I do go, I'll be doing things that most people would do. You know, in Japan, you're going to go around, search for merchandise for your favorite properties, right? There's a lot of culture that comes out of Japan. And I want you to imagine that I will get it in my head to walk into a pachinko parlor, hoping to find one of the one of yourself or the Silent Hill pachinko machines. You can't talk
1: about those Metal silent pachinko machines I've them. on.
2: Okay. <laughs> That's fine. No, no, big. And imagine then that as I walk through the um, cigarette smoke and the incredibly loud din uh, of the pachinko pilar that I turn a corner and there it is. The Silent Hill machine, right? And I walk over initially a little bit like psyched, like, oh, cool. You know this is not great, but, but I was—I I, kind of wanted to see this, right? And I make it three steps towards the machine, and then it hits me—the existential dread—the fact that my favorite IP in the whole world has been bastardized. They've smeared rouge on its cheeks. They've made it a cheap whore It stands there, blinking loudly, lights flashing, making a ruckus. A ruckus that wouldn't be out of place in Silent Hill. And I drop to my knees. I ball my hand into a fist, and I hit the machine, which knocks over a domino on the top of the machine. And thus it begins. (laughs)
0: All
1: right. <laughs> hey Ben.
0: You hate your fair.
1: You you want to play Star Wars Trilogy Arcade? Yes, I do. Good, because time traveling grandpa actually brought us a copy. <gasps> and he needs us to beat it to start his next machine. All you have to do is beat the game. But I know I see I see the look of apprehension on your face, Ben. Don't worry because there's a little post-it note here. Don't worry, I fixed the inverted controls.
0: Oh. And there's a
1: bag of quarters sitting right there. You want to do this? I do want to do that. Mm Then pick me and we'll do this. But how does it start the Rube Goldberg machine? Just when we beat the game. The final strike on Vader sets it off.
0: This feels like a trap. But okay. I don't
1: care. It's not. I just want to play Star Wars Trilogy Arcade.
0: <laughs> but it's already here, so Chris gets the point. Yes.
1: I'll just take these quarters myself then. <laughs> thank you for thank you for rewarding
2: my elaborate and baroque setup, Ben. <laughs> it
0: was it was it's more Baroque alright. No, it was probably even more rococo than Baroque.
1: <laughs> I'm okay
0: with it. We God, passed you, we you, passed Baroque.
1: You've gone on some tangents, Chris, but yeesh that was seven <laughs> minutes <laughs> I'm gonna play slow I'm gonna play the Silent hill theme song on repeat behind it so you're editing this one I don't know okay well it's to li- it's back to me I haven't gotten to pick a topic in a minute yeah yeah um also all's right in the world all <laughs> right well uh we just finished up a decade and I'm already feeling a little nostalgic for two months ago. Yeah. So I want to hear everyone's favorite songs from the 2010s. That's what we'll be picking next week. Excellent. All right. Um, I have to check and see, but I think that one of us could draft How It Feels by the kickstand band. Ooh, Ben could take it a second time. That's true. <laughs> he does get that first pick. I do. But we do get some band picks before he has a chance to take it.
2: True. But if you wanted to pick it yourself, as in pick it up, as in throw them some money, because they're a great band, they are. You can go really to nice people. Very nice people. You can go to the thekickstandband.bandcamp.com.
0: And feel free to shoot us an email at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite songs of the 2010s or what other topics you'd like us to cover
1: facebook.com slash draft the universe on twitter at draft you can interact with us on our social media manager keith there hi keith and we'll see you next time.